Hi, and welcome to the Confident Woman Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Erin. And we're here to keep it real, raw, and what it means to be the confident woman. All right, friends. So we have a really special guest with us today. We're chatting with Amy Klein, and she is the co-founder of Give Her Courage and the Courageous Brand. So I know she's a mom of two, so I'm going to have a lot of mom questions and stuff, so be prepared for that. Also, I noticed we have the same last name, but that's a tangent. We'll get there later. Um, So talking about like all the keys to confidence, teaching confidence, entrepreneurial leadership skills, and starting even at a young age and teaching those as well. So we're going to get into all of that fun stuff. Um, But I know um, her and her partner, they're just a powerhouse in their space and in their industry and creating massive, massive change and massive um, breakthroughs for people all over that are wanting to gain more confidence and clarity and build something for themselves and build a brand. So, which is amazing to have her because obviously if you've been listening to Rachel and I at all, that's our goals too. That's what we want to be a part of and helping to instill and inspire as well. So I think we'll learn a lot today. So we definitely appreciate you taking time to chat with us, Amy. So welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah. So let's start off with your, with the Give Her Courage and the Courageous Brand. What, yeah. what are those? What, how'd that happen? So the, yes. So the Courageous brand, it started as the umbrella company. We started okay. as Give Her Courage, but more recently, it, it's, it's for girls and boys, the Courageous brand overall. And it's, okay. it's really, it's an education and retail or educational and retail company. And our mission is to instill courage, confidence, entrepreneurship in the girls of our future. So that is our goal. We have the education side uh, and the retail. So the retail side is sort of the wear your courage. Mm-hmm. We have leisure wear and it's all, it's the lightning bolt and courage and confidence. And you'll kind of see that on everything. But on the education side, we have the Entre Girls Leadership Academy for Girls 10 Plus, where we're teaching those soft skills, mental toughness, confidence, courage, scaling businesses, all the uh, resilience, anything that we don't learn in school and traditional education. That's what we're teaching to girls at a young age there. Same thing with our gap year program that is for girls and guys in in high school that aren't sure if they want to go to college or maybe want to take a year and press pause and hone in on building their own personal brand and learning about how to run a business and and, and instilling courage and, and leadership skills there as well. We wrote a curriculum for sixth, seventh, and eighth graders in for public schools, and it's an entrepreneurial program as well. And we just continue to do more and more things on the educational end. And, and really how it came about is we're going on, I guess, five, almost five years now. Five years ago, I was pregnant with my daughter. And mm-hmm. Kelly, my partner, had had a daughter who was, I guess, like three at the time. And both of us, me, my experience in having sales and leadership as a woman, same with Kelly, we found that there was just a big disparity from managing men versus women in terms of women speaking up for themselves at meetings, going for the promotion, you know, being confident in, in, in sharing their ideas. And then at the same time, the lack of women mentorship. For myself in corporate America, I felt, you know, the more you would climb, the less women were there and the less women that were that were nice and wanted to help. You know, and we're all kind of, as you spoke about earlier, that we're moms, we're all in this together in so many ways. And it was saddening to me to see that. And, and Kelly and I, you know, talked about it more and more, we really realized there was a lack of courage and confidence in these women for not wanting to be mentors, not wanting to send the elevator back down, not wanting to raise their hand and go for the promotion, right? That's what we felt like the secret sauce was, is that something we had that made us successful that 
that women were lacking. And if we could still instill this at a foundational age in my daughter who was, you know, on her way and her daughter there, then we could kind of put an end to all of this. Oh, I love that. I I love that everything, like when we start our passions or like our missions, they really spark from that passion, like something that we really saw as a struggle or an outlet or something, some way to improve it. And I love that because it's like, you are still just becoming your, this is your first child then at the time. Yeah. Like two. No, I had an older one. So I have a, a, I have a four-year-old daughter and a seven-year-old son. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, but having your first, well, first daughter at the time, but seeing that and just seeing like, this isn't even where I want my daughter to be. So we need to start something now today so that when my daughter is of that age, she has those tools and the resources and oh my gosh, beautiful story. Cause I, I absolutely love how this all came about. And I'm, and I'm really curious to know even more of like kind of how this passion came about. I assume probably that you didn't have that at the time. So then that's where you wanted it for your daughter, who then now is, this is your legacy leaving it, you know, moving forward. Yeah, honestly, it did. It, it came from, like my mentors were, were men, fortunately were men that helped me to get to where I was. And, you know, I had some bad experience with, experiences with women leaders. And, and in particular, there was a situation really where I was super, it was my first time becoming a, a manager. And I was getting a new director who everybody loved. She was great. Uh, I mean, she was she was really innovative. Had all these great ideas, and and I was super excited. And then I got this woman, and she was quite the opposite in terms of a leader. I mean, she would steal ideas. She would make women cry. She would, you know, she would put you down. And it kind from there, you know, there were there's other stories behind. A lot of that, it was just like, okay, we need to, to figure out what's going on and why there is why we are this way to each other. And, and that's definitely the, the why behind that. Yeah. Yes. Love that. Because we need more of that anyway. And, you know, for us to empower women, we have to be self-empowered, right? So like knowing this in ourselves and we set that tone leading forward. And like you said, I mean, this isn't the woman I want to be is that, you know, your uh, mentor or boss at the time. So yes, I love, I love, love, love everything that you're doing. So I know that Aaron's got tons of questions as well. And I mean, I always. will, but yeah, super excited to dive deeper into this. I always do. First of all, I wish that this stuff existed when I was in middle school too. You're yeah, like, about so all do we. Like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it probably would have saved me a hundred thousand dollars in college debt if I would have just stopped for a second and realized that there were other options. So, but I think too, and, and in response to what you're talking about, that, that woman, and I totally relate to what you're saying too, because all of my mentors have always been men as well too. And when you look to that as success, you kind of sometimes emulate those people and not that they were bad people, but it's like, I was like this young woman, but I was like acting as if I was like this, like kind of like just male energy kind of, right? And when you're talking about that woman, I can totally relate because that was what I thought success kind of looked like. Because you watch movies like The Devil Wears Prada, right? And I yeah, remember thinking, that they like, have to be a certain way. Yeah, yep. like power and a successful woman means like I wanted to be someone that's like wearing my business suit in a high rise building and people kind of like being scared when I'm there, right? It's so stupid to like say that now. But like when I was in high school, stuff, like that's what I thought it was. So obviously this woman probably had the same idea of what success looked like. Sure. But sometimes, like you said, when we grow in those fields and there's no women to look up to, and it's a lot of men, not that men are bad and they're like, no, scary people, yeah. but, 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 but we try to emulate them and what that looks like. And then we lose our natural, amazing abilities as women to lead because we're trying to do it 
like somebody else instead of what our gifts are. So I think that woman was probably a victim of that, trying to emulate sure. and see all that kind of stuff. So it's good that you recognize that and are like, okay, there's other ways and I'm going to be the person to bring that to light. So, so I know you, you, you have a, your business partner, Kelly teamed up on this. Did you work with her? And was it like, okay, let's do this together. Yeah. I mean, I think we, so, so Kelly and I have a, a great history. I mean, we went, we date back to meeting freshman year in college and we've just been, you know, we've, we've both kind of been on the same trajectory, I would say, in terms of what we want and our mission and our why, you know, past college, all of that. And I think once we, she had Madison and then I was pregnant with my daughter, we knew we wanted to do something like this. We always did. And now it was the time. So we started with our children's book, Four Girls, because there was nothing even out there for girls okay. as, you know, because I, I was starting to look like, okay, I want to get some books for my soon-to-be daughter, Parker. And I saw nothing that taught girls to take imperfect action, to celebrate each other's individualities, to be unique, to just be you. Our book is called Just Be You. And so we started with the children's book. And from there, the education sort of, the education side, that just built on the, the programs we wanted to, to implement. And then alongside that came, came the retail. Okay, so I got two things that just went through my mind right there because that's how my brain works. So <laughs> number yeah. one, I think that's important what you just said too, because, okay, what you and Kelly have built now obviously is pretty massive and it's grown extremely well. And it's, I don't know how long, how many years it's been, but I think the point is taking what you just said, taking that imperfect action. So when you guys were developing this, sometimes you maybe didn't know you probably had a vision, right? Of what you wanted to create, but you got to take those steps in between and figure it out as you go, right? I think a lot of women, sure. people that listen to us too, that maybe have ideas for businesses or they want to start something or they want to take that leap. It's like, I have to have the whole blueprint exactly perfect before I start building. And you guys have built something big and obviously you had the vision of what you wanted, but you took step by step. So could you like, maybe if there's women listening that are like, okay, I want to do this, but like, I have the vision, like, you just do it, right? Just figure out something, set your principles, your pillars first, and then... Yeah, so so this, I, I would say that question's in part. The first part I would say to that is, whatever your vision is, yes, I, and I'll get into like the taking the imperfect action. I can tell you, Kelly and I have pivoted in, it's five years in business, but like probably seven years altogether in, in the behind the scenes, you know, leading up to what we were going to do. We've pivoted and we were actually just talking about this. We were live this morning and joking about some of the ideas that we wrote out. Kelly saved a bunch of like our little mappings. I mean, I don't even know what's, I was like, I'm like, what is this? I don't even know what we do. And that's the whole point. You, we knew our end why. And I would say the first thing you're, you're writing down is what is your mission? What is your why? Why are you doing this? One, what is your mission and your why for your company? But then what is the result and the why for you personally that you want to get out of it? Is it to leave a legacy? Is it financial freedom? Is it lifestyle freedom so you can have more time with your your friends and your family? And you know, you have to write out your why as the results of this and your why on what you're do, what your business and your company is. So we always knew our why was to instill these the uh, the entrepreneurship, the leadership skills, the courage and because of that, that's what we wanted. But but where we ended up to where we are now, I would have never guessed we are where we are now. Like I wouldn't even have guessed we'd ha- we had some of these programs. I can't even believe that we made a curriculum that we're putting in, tr- you know, traditional educational, you know, public schools. Like it's, I, that wasn't even a thought at the time, right? So mm-hmm. it's re- that's the first part is that what your vision is, 
yes, your your core mission is always going to stay the same because that's your why, that's your driver, that's gonna what's going to keep you going because it's a hard, hard work. But mm-hmm. be flexible because it's gonna it's gonna pivot. You're not God or whatever you believe in. Yeah. You're not. You're not. You don't know what's going to happen or where where that why or that passion is going to take you. That that will change. The second part is the imperfect action. I mean, Kelly and I. We started out just, I still get, it's still this way, but in a different way. We, we would spend five to 6 a.m., you know, going, taking an hour a day. We both had careers, families, other companies, things going on. We were spending that day, you know, that hour brainstorming, writing down our strengths, writing down our why, seeing where it could take us. I mean, we have notes upon notes upon notes. And I think what happens is people procrastinate and then that procrastinate leads to overwhelm. And so they they can't see how that vision is going to get them there. And they also, another component to that is people have this idea, the social media successes they see was 10 years in the making. These purple didn't just turn overnight and have this beautiful brand put together. That's blood, sweat, tears, commitment. So you have to take imperfect action. If you have an idea and you have a vision and you want to go for it and you have a dream, just start taking an hour a day. And I don't care if that hour a day is, and you have to stay committed to it. You're just writing down ideas. And you know, all of a sudden that's going to build momentum. And where Kelly and I started from our hour a morning, 5am to then writing our children's book, you know, after the kids go to bed at 10 at night till we can't, you know, we're not even coherent you know, that, that's what led to where we are now. And we didn't give up and there was no ROI on that. And you have to keep going. And I think that's the, the, probably the biggest message. And it's so spot on because, you know, for many of us, we think we do have to have it perfect. And, and I love that you're just saying, you know, just do the work every day. It's the little small steps that add up to the big, you know, big vision. And it will supersede that vision because like you said, you accomplish that vision, but you never foreseen the big, you know, like where you're at right now. Like that wasn't even on your radar. Wasn't at all. Right. And so like all those little snowballing amount to this big, big, amazing accomplishment. And, you know, so I kind of want to ask a couple of the, like, what were the biggest challenges though? Like, you know, did you really struggle with the seeing this vision and then looking at where you guys are currently starting at at that time and like seeing this big gap? what would advice would you give to somebody who's kind of at that edge where they see the vision, they see the dream, but yet there's this gap, this big divide. Showing up to take that imperfect action is, is one thing, but it's like, how did you find the right people? How did you maybe hire the right people? How did your like partnership develop and like the, you know, kind of laying the groundwork so that you guys were both on that same page working towards that vision? Because obviously like what you saw is very similar to what Kelly would see, but it's not exact. So how did you guys convey that in a way that was, you know, you both saw the same thing? I mean, that's just having a partner in terms of, of community and being straightforward. And, and we teach this in non girls is having direct communication skills. Like you have to be... If, so there's a, there's a couple of things in that question. That's like one part is the partnership. One part I think is the gap. And you're saying, how did you see... Like you said, what challenges did I face? We can talk about that. Then the gap like from going to the end result to where I was and, and how did we keep going and then the partnership. So I'll start with the challenges. The challenges we're, I we're guilty say, of that. We asked five questions. Yeah. I'm Sorry lucky about I, that. I can get all of them, but I'm pretty <laughs> okay, but you, so I can I can follow <laughs> yeah. along. 
Yeah, it works. It works out for me. So, so challenges. I mean, we could do a whole podcast on challenges. As an entrepreneur, and 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 just going after your dreams and goals, it, you're going to face challenges every single day. You're going to get knocked down. You're going to have points where you're crying. I remember there, I would cry like making my coffee at four forty five a.m. with Kelly half the time, and that's a part of it. That's not what people talk about, but it's what happens, and it's also why people never achieve their dreams because they give up, and that's expected. So, challenges millions. We got into retail. Zero, zero connections in retail, zero experience in retail. So we learned a lot, but here's the thing that we did. Like I'll give an example. We just kept moving, learn from our mistakes, kept moving. So we, you know, I did a lot of networking, reaching out to people we have in social media everywhere. You can see people who are already in it. You, I just, we pounded the pavement to, to talk to people. We ended up getting ourselves into a collaboration with somebody who was already in it where we could put our little design. That didn't work out because we didn't get all of our, you know, to all of our vision. We want sustainability. There's things that are we want, but we compromised, I should say, just to get to somebody to, to, to be able to learn, right? So we made a lot of mistakes in retail. We kept going and we learned from our mistakes. And now we have a beautiful plan on how to build out retail. And it is complex. It is hard. There's no rest for the weary in retail. It's cutthroat, and you got to you got to have you know you got to be have a lot of mental toughness and resilience to keep going. So we learned through mistakes. We kept going. Same thing on the education side. When we launched Entre Girls Academy, there it was like crickets. People didn't. It's a trailblazing concept, and it sure was even more so. I would say four years ago that we need to teach. I think COVID actually has really opened up a lot about what's going on in the traditional educational system because, you know, people have been actually able to see what their kids are doing on Zoom. And this is not against teachers. They're great. They're wonderful. We have to learn the foundation of things, but they are not learning things that apply to the real world. And that's why we have to shake it up. Like they aren't learning. They're le- you get a test and it's right or wrong. It's not uh, we're not learning direct communication skills and uh, how to take positive risks and resilience and all these things that are taught, right? If you want to be successful. So I think what Kelly and I were trying to say, hey, this is what your daughter needs so that she can be successful no matter what she wants to do. That took a while to catch on, but we kept going. So the answer to that question is, those are some of the challenges. Having zero connections in retail, having a concept that was a trailblazer concept that people liked, but they weren't like, do I really want to invest in this yet? Okay, so that would be two. But the, the answer to that is we just kept going and we kept learning from our... If what if there was a mistake made, we corrected and kept going. The partnership, if you get into a, a, a business with a partner, you need to for immediately be able to, to... You have to have this why and goals. Like you have to talk about with your partner, this is where I see the company in 10 years. This is where I want it to be. Your vision that way has to be the same. You can have different strengths. You should have different strengths, right? Because then... You complement each other, and but there has to be a level of commitment that you're each going to make, and that the end result is the same. Otherwise, it's not going to work. Right. There was a third. There was a third thing in there. I think. No, I think that was kind of it because they kind of built off of each other. So yeah, didn't yeah. bombard you with all of them. They kind of all came at the same time. That's okay. No, no but it, but I love that because you know, like you said, it, for for many, when we kind of get in that period of self doubt, and we just you know kind of fall into that gap, right? Instead of just being persistent and, you know, having that resiliency, as you've mentioned, to get back up and continue pursuing the vision, 
And for many of our listeners, we that's really the message we want to give back is to keep pursuing that dream. No matter how hard it is, that dream was meant for you and you have to pursue it. Otherwise, it's just diminishes in your life and we don't, you know, follow through on those. And it's like, you know, the drive and the mission is really what ignites us and following that North Star, that why is so important. And so that's why we always ask those kind of questions because we want to get into the, like that nitty gritty, like for every success story, there's, uh, you know, the backstory, right? And so it gives women that hope that they're not alone. The struggles that we're going through today is what's preparing us for tomorrow. So it's, it's great to share these success stories because like you said, you see on uh, Instagram that success happens overnight. And so as that woman's kind of in that, that beginning stage, it's that hope and that said inspiration to just keep going. So thank you. That, that did answer the question. So yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, and of course, you know, you learn all those lessons and just continue to refine and build upon as you're going. So I love that. Um, so I know we have some other questions too, because this is just, it's so intriguing to hear this because, you know, overall it's, you're seeing something that's a gap in the industry and you're filling that void, but yet you're doing it not just from a place of, okay, I want this, like I'm doing it for me, right? You're doing it for your daughters. You're doing it for the next generation and you're doing it to change the whole legacy, which is so impactful and profound. So this, this just lights me up because I mean, this is kind of like our mission, like Aaron and I, we talk about, we're not equipped with the life skills and that's what you're bringing back to the, the children of, you know, next generation coming up. Yes. And definitely. speaking of life skills and the, and my generation, because you're a mom, so you're doing this and being a mom. So mm-hmm. I guess like, how do you handle it? Because I know a lot of you know, my son's like, for example, 11 months old. So we're just new, new at this. So why wouldn't I have a baby in 2020 and start a bunch of stuff? It's, it's just how I do things, I guess. And so <laughs> it's been crazy, but I know like, um, through a lot of like moms that I'm friends, whatever, and they have these ideas. And like the biggest thing that is why I feel like they have this big desire, this big vision, right. And you're, you want to do something for your daughter, right. That's what sparked this. And I think a lot of people want to do something and it's driven by their children, but then they let all the little things get in their way. And I think the biggest thing is time, right. Cause people are like, I want to have a business and I want to have freedom because I want to spend time with my child. And then they feel like, well, the flip side is I have to give up a lot of time away from my child to make this business happen. So I don't believe that there's a big balance in business. I just don't believe that. I think that's a myth. I think you can integrate things a little bit. Um, but what has been your experience, I guess, on on building this massive brand and creating this massive impact and still being a mom at the same time? Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing is that I do it imperfectly, just like everybody else, mm-hmm. you know? And And I think that you can't, oh, it's like analysis paralysis. You can't overanalyze those things. I mean, I just compartmentalize. I'm a really, really structured person because I I'm actually was diagnosed with ADHD as a kid. And I had to teach myself structure so that I would stay in, in the zone and hyper-focused on what I was doing. And it was probably the biggest benefit to my life to teach myself that stuff because as a mom, when I'm working, I am focused on my work. And instead of allowing myself to feel guilty about something that happened with my kids or I'm not right there, I know that if I stay focused on my work, I'm focused with my kids. And my time with my kids is quality time. Once we're at dinner till they go to bed, it is me and my kids and nobody's getting in between that. I come back to work, of course, after because that's that's the life I chose. But And then I get up extra early so that I can get other things done, whether it's a workout or 
you know, we're doing, I'm doing things for the creators brand before they get up at seven. Right. And so the whole, the whole idea is that I think the, the women have this, this, this guilt mentality, like, Oh, I'm a bad mom today. This is the truth. Some days I feel like I'm a worse mom, at, um, but great at work. Some days I feel like I'm bad at work and I'm a great mom. And that's mm-hmm. just going to be the balance of life. That's what it is. That's what juggling is. And that's what I want my kids to see that I'm building a company and a brand that is, you know, that I feel proud of and that they can look up to me as a role model. And I'm also a really darn good mom because I'm not a good mom because, you know, I'm, they're eating their greens, you know, all the, I'm a good mom because I love my kids. Um, I'm a good role model. And when I'm with them, I'm with them. Yeah. Which I think, I know that you said they're seven and four, so it might be like a little young, obviously my child's too young too, but do you find, I mean, I guess maybe they would understand. Do you kind of portray what you're doing to them? Like kind of let them know, like this is what I'm doing. This is my, yeah. I don't do that. I don't separate it. I don't let, like, of course I'm on a podcast right now or I'm working, Mm -hmm. we've been working. I think COVID has allowed moms to really see that, you know, they need to understand when they're not with, I mean, of course my son's in school full-time and she's in school too, not as long as him, but like they, they see now, like when I'm working, it's because I'm working for our family. I'm not just not with them. And -hmm. I think that's a big part of it. Yeah. And the other thing is to get help. In my, you know, I feel like my mom's generation, my mom owned her own company and I'm the oldest of five kids and she didn't get help. And I think it probably drove her insane. I would lose my mind. Like, but I do have someone who cleans the house. We do have a nanny that's here when I'm working and that's okay because then uh, when I'm with my kids at night and I'm with my kids on the weekend, I'm having quality time with with my children. It wasn't always like that, but I got to a point where, you know, I worked my butt off since I was 23 years old that I can do that now. Mm -hmm. And I don't feel guilty about it at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's the goal. That's right. (laughs) And realizing just, just overall, I mean, asking for help just takes courage, right? Because it's admitting that you can't do it all and you can't do it all on your own. And, you know, it's so, so empowering to just know that like, once we recognize, uh, you know, who we are, like what our capacity is and what our strengths are and just realizing, okay, so I'm really good at this and I can really use the help here. So that's bringing in some people so you can really excel in those areas, but yet you're not taking anything away from the the quality uh, time with your children or just being present in a sense of letting them in on the business, which is so important. So yeah, I mean, not everybody can afford to get the help, but yet asking for the help and taking it when, when it's given. And I think for, Mm -hmm. for many, we kind of like, oh no, I can't, you know, I don't need your help. I can do everything on my own. Well, (laughs) once you acknowledge that you get like so much more done, so much more. And it's so important to remember that. And so I, I, I was just curious, I know you talked about like the everyday motherhood ups and downs and leading into the overall brand and the mission and, and the vision for everything, but I'd love to learn more about what is the Courage Academy? Is that, is that all under the Courageous brand as well as the apparel line too? So maybe you can kind of do like a recap of that for, you know, and how we can find all those, uh, you know, more information. Yeah, I need a lightning bolt shirt. Sure. Uh, So I'll give the overall of everything. So it's the Courage Academy is really the Entrepreneurs Leadership Academy. It's all one brand. We're education and retail. They're just two separate divisions. And the the Entrepreneurs Leadership Academy is for girls 10 plus. We focus on a few pillars. Number one is the education. And the education is a monthly module they get from Kelly and I on the entrepreneurial leadership skills. So we're teaching all those soft skills, all the things that we find you know, entrepreneurial mindset to to make them successful in life. Another pillar is networking. These girls are 
once a month coming on. They have a live celebrity interview. We have actresses that are their age. Like it's that peer-to-peer mentorship, whether it's an actress, whether it's an entrepreneur that's 17 years old and has their own line, whether it's an Olympian or a a professional athlete. We bring them on and we let the girls learn about their successes, their struggles, how they got to where they are, what they need to do, which is a wonderful experience. And they usually talk about the social topic a month, which is another part of the education piece. We cover things that these girls are going to go through and struggle with. Social media, bullying, positive body image, how to be unique and stand out, use your voice, all the, the social topics. We bring an expert on that monthly for that you know, whether it be a psychologist or somebody who deals with, you know, eating disorders or whatever it might be. And talk, they talk to mom and daughter about these really tough topics. And then they, the networking they do with each other, you have one friend group usually in, in middle school and it can be hard when that's your one group. And it's really important for girls to learn to, that they need to expand their horizons and open as many doors as possible and learn to be challenged in different ways. And this group of girls, now you can be in California and have a friend in New Jersey, right? And these are girls who have high, they have big goals for themselves. So they're, you know, getting to meet them and learn about their goals. And it's just, I think it's, it's really good from a networking standpoint as well. And then just on the, the gap year we talked about, it's just that it's a one year entrepreneurial gap year for, for kids who are not ready to go to college, or maybe they decide they don't want to. And the first half of the year, they're learning how to build a business, how to scale a business. They make a business plan. They could be building a personal brand. All these skills that are prevalent in 10 years from now, the jobs that we think exist aren't going to exist, or we're going to have jobs that, that we don't even know yet with technology. So they're doing that for the first half of the year. The second half of the year is on hands-on training. They'll get put in, in working for one of our companies and they'll get that experience. And then of course, we have the curriculum, the entrepreneurship curriculum that's in public schools. And then on the retail side, that is where you're cold. So the lightning bolt really is a representation of when you believe in the power of you to make your dreams come true, you have the courage and confidence. You can go do anything you want. So it's really just, you have the power within you when you believe in yourself to go be, do anything. And then you see courage and confidence and authenticity and all the words that we love all. And it's leisure wear. It's all sustainable and ethically sourced. All of our materials, we make sure of that. It's recycled polyester, so everything is super comfy. And we got little hoodies and leggings and tees and tanks and for women and for little girls. Comfy is my jam. That's yeah. my mom attire. Um, also, when you're saying that, is there an age limit? Because I feel like I know some 30-year-olds that could be in that gap program too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all could, right? No, it's, yeah, it, it, I mean, it's 10 plus. I would say anything plus 16 or 17 wouldn't make sense for the range, age <laughs> right. range. But that's kind of I joking. Mean, if they're, high, if they're late high school, if they're junior, senior, I would do the, the gap year. Or, and then if they're in 30s, follow along at Give Her Courage on Instagram because we're always doing little series. We have an ambassador program. And yeah. Cool. I'm going to have to make sure I'm following Give Her Courage on Instagram. Yes. Cool. Yes. So, where, so speaking of which, I guess, and wrapping up, where can everybody find you? Like, is that the best place? Is yeah, there- I would. Yep. You can go to givehercourage.com. That's where our retail is. And then Bridge to Freedom is where all of our educational stuff is. And then follow along at Give Her Courage on Instagram. Doing it. Yes, this is, oh, we're definitely going to put all this in the show notes because what you're doing is just, it's, it's remarkable. And like you said, you know, when I was, you see it too, is like, it's so needed and, you know, leaving that mark and, and paving the way to change the, the world, right. To, 
it change how women show up in the world and lead with confidence, lead with courage, and just be that full embodiment of everything that's within them. And so again, very powerful. And I'm so glad that we got to, you know, take the time out to chat with you and mm-hmm. Just honored to have you here. So thank you so much. And of course, we're looking to follow your journey online as well. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the Confident Woman podcast. For more ways to connect with us, check out our Facebook group. It's the Confident Woman on Facebook. There's a ton of amazing ladies in that group that you can connect with as well. My Instagram is at Aaron underscore travels for life. Make sure you go ahead and follow that and follow Rachel as well. What is yours, Rachel? You can follow me on all social medias at I am Rachel Brooks. Awesome. Thanks so much. Look forward to checking you next week.